We caught up with Christopher Bell last Wednesday after his first win of the 2022 season, whose teammates with Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin. If you haven't heard, both of these guys have been disqualified from first, they're from the first and second spots of today's race. Denny Hamlin wins the race. Kyle Busch gets the number two spot. And if we don't, if you, if you think, why aren't you asking Christopher Bell about that? Well, we caught up with him on Wednesday. One thing that comes to my mind, Bell, when after your win was, it seems like the last, geez, year and a half, we've been clamoring for a Tyler Reddick win. When we go back to your last win in February of 2021, is you're you're raising your hands, going, "Hey, media guys, what about me? I haven't won in a year and a half." But finally, you get this win last weekend. I, I collectively felt the, the the wind out of several people's sails. Well, I should, I should refer it this way. I collectively felt a a sigh between you and Gibbs and your team and your crew, like. Finally, Bell grabbed this win. Is it is it similar to my description? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I was feeling really good about our season. You know, we, we've been running pretty strong, really strong at times and, and pretty strong the majority of the time. So, I you know, I was happy for Tyler Reddick to get his win. Uh, and, I, and I felt like we'd been close early on in the season. So it felt good to finally check that box. Um, but definitely with that playoff line creeping up and we were getting awful close to being beneath the playoff line. So I'm glad that we were able to win and, and get ourselves well above that line. That actually brings up a good question. Is it enough to have a good season, a solid season, lots of top fives and not make the playoffs? Or are sponsors kind of on you saying you better be in those playoffs or else come next year? Yeah, I mean, making the playoffs is extremely important. And I would say that it is it's basically a must. You know, if you if you don't make the playoffs, especially driving for Joe Gibbs Racing, uh, it's it's not a not a good year. So I'm very happy that we were able to clinch our spot, and hopefully, you know, we can have a good run in the playoffs, which I think we will. You know, all the tracks that we ran at or that we go to in the playoffs are places that we ran really well at at the beginning of the year. Christopher Bell joining us here in the Freak Nation, and Christopher, if you look at all forms of sports. There are teams that feel like, man, we're on the cusp of winning a championship. We've got a great season. We've got many more wins than losses. It kind of sounds like that's what you're talking about in regards to your run for 2022. But psychologically, that could be a mind F where it just continues to jack with you. Did you have somebody in your ear or somebody close to you going, Chris, we got this, buddy. We're this close. It's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, Adam Stevens does a really good job as my crew chief to kind of keep us in perspective. And he was definitely the guy saying that, you know, we're running really good. Just just keep after it and we're going to be in a good spot. So uh, very proud to be driving for him, proud to get him a win. Um, But yeah, I mean, the the playoffs, you know, to to say that we are a championship contender, I I don't believe that we're there yet. Uh, But with a couple more tools in the toolbox, I think we could be there. I see what you did there, Mr. DeWalt. I see what you did there. (laughs) Just give me a couple more DeWalt tools. All right. Yeah. You you referenced Adam, and I I think it was you. Oh, gosh, if it's not, this question is going to be completely botched. Did you post something about your wife back in May? So this would have been Mother's Day or not Mother's Day, anniversary or something. 
about how she's your biggest supporter, but your biggest critic when needed as well. What is she, if, if that was you, what does she say critique wise to you sometimes after races? Oh yeah. Morgan, my wife is, she, she's on me harder than anybody. So, uh, you know, she'll, I don't exactly remember what, what goes down, but, um, well, I guess just a couple of weeks ago, I slid through my pit box and she was like, what the heck were you doing? Were you not paying attention? So, you know, she, she wants to win probably, uh, just as bad as me, if not worse. <laughs> has she driven before? No. And I, no, she has not driven before. So she's the world's best be- or worst, best or worst backseat driver. Uh, so she'll, she'll tell you how to do it. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, Christopher Bell. We're talking about points here. You're eighth in points. You've got to win, but there's so many new winners this year. You may have one win and not make it into the playoffs. That must be frustrating. You can't take a, a exhale, say I'm in yet, can you? So I I believe that we can because of our points position. So uh, because we're eighth in points, we're well above some of the other guys with one win. Um, so us, we're not in that position where we would miss the playoffs. Um, you know, I think a guy like Chase Briscoe or Suarez, uh, those guys with that are lower in the point standings, those are the guys that need to be worrying. Wow. All right. So uh, let me ask you a little different question. You mentioned uh, Toyota and JGR and – is is that the official factory team uh, uh, for Toyota? Yes. So Joe Gibbs Racing is kind of the the Toyota. Well, I mean, honestly, it's the only team we have. Well, Joe Gibbs Racing in twenty three eleven, which is our satellite team that Denny Hamlin owns, um, and then that's the that's all Toyota's got. So a uh, very small group, but we've got a really talented group of uh, drivers and crew chiefs and and you know, the, the Toyota group does a great job providing us equipment. So we've got a small but uh, lethal group. So your wins have come, I think, on a road course and on a fairly flat oval. That kind of defines a style of driving. Uh, do you see yourself that way? Do, would you rather uh, – Are do you have trouble with the, the high banks like uh, – the real Bristol and not the dirt Bristol and some of the other places. Yeah. So what's interesting is my, my wins have come at the road course and Loudon. Uh, but after living this season, I would say that our best racetracks have been the faster, more banked tracks. So, uh, you know, looking ahead to Michigan, um, even Pocono this weekend, Pocono and Michigan aren't super banked, but they are really high speed. I expect us to be really competitive there. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, this year at looking back at Charlotte, Darlington, Dover, which are all super high Las Vegas early on in the year, those are all super high speed racetracks that, uh, were great showings for us. Um, we were able to win the pole at Kansas too. So, you know, I think that the, uh, the faster tracks are where we're succeeding at better this year. Um, so I, I expect us to, you know, contend for wins and, and be right there whenever we go to those style tracks as well. Did you hear what Statman just said, though? He said the real Bristol, meaning asphalt. No. Are those fighting words to you, Christopher? Because you are a dirt guy. I am a dirt guy, but I will agree with him that NASCAR needs to be on the uh, the concrete Bristol. So, um, uh-huh. 
Yeah, it, it, I enjoy concrete Bristol better than dirt Bristol in NASCAR. Yep. Christopher Bell joining us okay. here in the Freak Nation. And Christopher, what's awesome about your generation in NASCAR is you're seeing considerable change that crashed at and yours truly didn't see for 15 years that we've been clamoring for it for the last 20 years where finding these different races, finding tandems to race with, whether it's IndyCar or IMSA. And now Chicago, the street course has been announced. Uh, can you fully grasp the big changes that NASCAR's doing? Or is this just something that ah, I expected NASCAR to do with these changes? Yeah, I mean, we we kind of heard rumors of it. And then obviously during COVID, we had the street race on iRacing. And, <laughs> and that one was kind of like, whoa, what's going on here, guys? So it it I'm not going to say that it caught it off, caught us by surprise because we saw or heard the rumors of it and, and kind of saw it coming from the iRacing deal. So that's going to be completely different and it's going to be interesting to say the least, but I, I think it's going to be a, uh, an entertaining show. Let me, let me jump in here quickly. We're getting all these new races that Kenny just talked about. We've got the street race in Chicago. We've got what, seven or eight road course races this year. Are sponsors responding to that? seeing this new face of NASCAR, especially going into an urban area like Chicago and not racing way out in Chicagoland, but racing in the heart of the city. Yeah. I mean, I can't really speak from the, the sponsors, you know, view there. I, I don't know how they view it. I'm sure that it's good because whenever we went to road America last year, you know, it was a, a great crowd. Uh, and then, adding Bristol dirt was obviously a, uh, a, a new thing that I think got really good TV ratings. So anytime that you get more eyeballs on the vehicles themselves and on the sport is really good for all of our brands. So with that being said, uh, I've won two cup races this year or not this year, but in my career, and both of them have been with the ream sponsorship. So we've, we're focused really hard on getting our friends at Stanley black and Decker and DeWalt uh, I know we have a Craftsman race coming up, so hopefully we can get a win with uh, the Stanley Black & Decker brand here very quickly. There you go. Atta boy. <laughs> talking about that toolbox again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got something with Lucas Oil toolbox, buddy, you know, just to help with your DeWalt tools. That's just true. Saying, just saying. Hey, uh, Christopher, we, we know your history on dirt, and it just seems like, again, we talk about change. Uh, whether it's Larson or other drivers that are week de- weeknight dirt drivers, do you find yourself um, clamoring to get more weekday races in as you move forward? Do you ca- do you have an agreement with Joe Gibbs that you can go out there and expand your your resume on dirt and kick some ass? Yeah, I mean, I I definitely try and be really smart about my dirt racing schedule uh, and and only race whenever it makes sense. But I feel it is very important for me to race dirt as much as I can because. I feel like that improves my Sunday driving. So, you know, I, I've talked that talked about that to coach uh, and Joe Gibbs is very, um, I would say, particular on when I go and do my dirt racing. And, and we work together on making sure that it makes sense whenever I go do it. Do you find that your wife, Morgan, is more critical of you on dirt or in your cup car? Yeah, so she grew up dirt track racing. Her dad mm-hmm. is a sprint car crew chief and uncle is a sprint car driver. So um, I would say that she used to be more uh, 
more strict on the dirt, but now that she's, uh, she's around NASCAR a lot, it's transferred over there. But yeah, I mean, I, I love having her around and love how supportive she is and love how into the racing she is. Yeah. Now I want to get her, Caitlin Larson, get a couple of, yeah, I want to get a couple of the girls on the dirt and just, because I know that NASCAR has that thing in Charlotte where they have the wives race or whatever, but let's do it on the dirt. I don't know if I we've agree. ever seen that. Have we? Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be funny. What's the what's the what's the key word that she uses when you fail her on the track? Is like idiot or dumbass or what does he what does she say? Come on, Bell. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't get mad at me. I would say she just, uh, you know, she feels disappointment just like I do. And, and she wants to win just as bad as I do. So, you know, she never gets mad at me. But uh, well, she gets mad at me if I do something stupid, like sliding through the pit box. But um, yeah, I mean. She's, she's just very supportive and, and wants to win, just like the rest of us. <laughs> Does she get more mad at you for a mistake on the track or for not taking out the trash? Uh, definitely a mistake on the track. Okay. okay. Whoa. So she's laid back at home-ish. Yeah, laid back at okay. home. <laughs> yeah, but a mistake on the track has to do with the money coming over the transom and in the bank account. <laughs> taking out it's the trash. home go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Bell, one last thing before we get the hell out of here. Who are some drivers that you you idolized as a as a punk kid growing up in Norman, Oklahoma, uh, whether it was dirt or stock cars? Yeah. So for me, Tony Stewart was my guy. I love Tony. Uh, he was my idol growing up. He grew up in the USAC ranks. And, um, you know, so that, that's what I did. Uh, so Tony Stewart was definitely my hero. That's right. Wait a minute. We talked. Didn't. That become a big topic of conversation last year in which your walls are adorned with Tony Stewart and here you are in his car or something like that? Uh, so I drove for Tony Stewart in the sprint car stuff, but I, I haven't driven for him in NASCAR. So, you know, he's uh, he's one of my heroes and I'm very thankful for the time I got behind his sprint cars. No, I just meant like like memorabilia and you're in the 20 and I forget. Maybe that, maybe that was somebody else who was a big Tony Stewart fan as well. <laughs> There are plenty of them out there's, there. There's plenty of them out there because he's a badass driver, and you're you're closely becoming one. So yeah, you know I'm a huge George Stewart fan. Yeah, there you go. Yes, Christopher, thanks for doing this, buddy. All right, have a good day, guys. Thank you. As I said, we caught up with Christopher Bell last Wednesday, not just after today's Pocono race. If we did, uh, there would be questions regarding his teammates Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin, who again have been. DQ'd, not docked a point or two or fined $50,000, but disqualified. And again, this has happened before numerous times with Joe Gibbs Racing. 